Welcome to the Eterna Podcast. Our heroes have arrived at the Black Keep. What will they find within and within themselves? Find out now as we begin. Okay, well, we're asleep. <laughs> How about that? Uh, I, I suppose so. Uh, I mean... I think Riley goes to sleep a little bit later. You know, he he's, got he's watching everybody else sleep and to watch everybody else. Yes, with my um, binoculars. Yep. You don't you don't have binoculars yet. Nobody sent you binoculars, unless somebody has. By the time this episode releases, as compared to the other one, if somebody has sent you binoculars, then I'm a liar. But you do not have binoculars yet. Fair. And if anybody sends you binoculars, it will be at least uh, like two weeks before they appear in game. So I'm sorry I'm, for that backlog. I'm going to be waiting for a while. <laughs> Just show it to all your friends, um, your family and random strangers. We've already established online. he doesn't have friends. That's the reason he's coming here to play board games. Yeah, exactly. Way to rub We're it in. your friends. Show the podcast to us. Maybe we'll send you the podcast. Sean, we're I'm all retarded. asleep. <laughs> Got this. I believe in you. You shouldn't. Um, <clears throat> you're all asleep. The rain is thundering and the lightning is pouring. Um, the rain is pouring and the lightning and thunder are crashing. But you sleep. And it's at this time that uh, Adira, you have another one of your dreams. Oh goody. You don't wake up into a you don't wake up to a scream or anything like that, but you're cold and uncomfortable. You feel antsy. Uh cooped. Um, how long have I been asleep at this point? Um, well, Riley's asleep, given that, you know, he needs at least 20 minutes to watch everyone sleep and, you know, 30 seconds to finish up with boys, uh, at least 20 minutes, but probably more like something like two hours. Okay, um... I will pull out uh, my journal and my pen and put it in front of me and make my uh, linguistics roll for my automatic writing. All right. And see if it tells me anything. Okay. I think that's enough. Um, what are you asking? Because it's functions as augury. Um, if there's any, I'm trying to find out if there's any immediate danger, or whether this is just my head playing tricks on me. You know, like if if your dream is portentous of danger yes. now. Yes. Yes. Um. Wheel. Yeah, you're gonna have to explain that. 
Um, that simply means good. You get you get wheel, woe, or undecided, and so wheel means good, woe means bad. Okay. So, figuring that everything's okay, I'm going to try to go back to sleep. All right. Before you do, uh, while you're sitting up, give me a perception check. Six. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a perceptive person. You go to sleep. Meanwhile, she sits while she's sitting up, doing her thing. Lark, you are tossing and turning. Uh, Brock, go ahead and uh, Brock and Leaf both go me give, give me perceptions. Box sees this, but Box Nine. does not care. Box cares not. Box is a plant. He doesn't care that Lark's rolling around. He thinks he just wants more dirt on him. Ka-chow. And Leaf, you you would be disturbed um, by the light moans and uh, the thrashing of Lark in his sleep. Uh... Shake him awake. Alright, so you go over. And you go to start shaking him. Lark. Yes. You're having a dream not unlike the one you had the other night. Okay. There was no mystery at the beginning. No false con- sense of uh, connection. You began knee-deep in the black slime. Okay. The strange creature staring you down from some distance. Your entire clan unimpeded by the fluid lumbering towards you. Okay. Um, I would probably just stand up straight um, and look at uh, um, basically look at what is happening here. I, uh, I would definitely be a lot more composed than I was last time. Alright. They approach you rapidly, voraciously. Their eyes are open, but they're black. They're vacant. Not like glossy, shiny black. Like, there's nothing there. Would you be able to describe them in a little bit more detail? Uh, what... What are you looking for? Like, are you looking for specific people or just more detail as to them themselves? Okay, so right now I'm being swarmed by the uh, the inky black bodies of my clan. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, fair enough. Now, the the, uh, the the voice I was talking, is that embodied in, in any way around me? No. Um, there is no speech the creature that was speaking to you before is behind uh, your clan. Um, <clears throat> um, and like as as they approach you, um, it just stares at you unblinkingly. Okay. Um, I uh, I turn to the uh, the mass of my clan as is kind of like grasping towards me uh, and I uh, I ask um, who killed you what killed you 
in eerie unison, you hear the voices of your clanmates. They all start to chant your name. Lark. 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 And then you hear, Lark. Lark. And you're being shaken awake. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I would probably have, like, slightly better composure. I'd probably still be in a cold sweat. Um, I, uh, uh, I probably still have some difficulty shaking it off, but I'm doing better than last time. Okay. Uh, Leaf is crouched above you, uh, having been the one to shake you up. Okay. I kind of, like, shake my head and I say, uh, uh, um, I'm sorry, I hope I have not disturbed you in my sleep. Uh, I was less worried about getting my sleep and more worried about whatever's distressing you. Are you okay? Um, I, uh, uh, I'm, I'm fine. I just, I just need a little bit, a little bit of shut-eye, that's all. Can I get you anything? Uh... No, no, just, uh, uh, again, the, uh, um, the past can be haunting sometimes. It certainly seems like restless nights are becoming a trend amongst this group. I worry. As do I, but there's no way but forward. Okay, uh, I'll wake you again if I uh, see that you're distressed. Um, uh, that shouldn't be necessary unless unless I uh, I'm disturbing you or I'm doing anything that would cause any danger. Um, though I suppose once we actually get into the keep, waking me would be best uh, if uh, if I start attracting unwanted attention. Of course. Good night. Good night. Thank you. And uh, I try to uh, get as much rest as I can. All right. Probably when you return for about an hour. Oh, okay. But uh, eventually, I would fall asleep. I would. I would think. Okay. Um, when you fall back to sleep, the dream doesn't return, but it is a cold, dark sleep. If there is a dream, you can't remember it. Okay. And it passes all too quickly. Okay. Fair enough. Foresight. You too... You two are having a dream that is beyond the ordinary. It starts off, quote-unquote, normal enough with a sequence of increasingly less realistic uh, dreams that cycle relatively shortly, and you forget them as soon as they leave. But you find yourself in one that frightens you. This this dark pit. This dark, strange pit. And you're suspended in it. Ropes tie each of your limbs. 
and you can hear the clinking of chains. It feels familiar, almost. As if in this dream, you've been here a while. Um, without anyone inside, he'll call up. What have I done to deserve such bondage? You didn't say the safe word. Um, <laughs> joke aside. Uh, <laughs> when you speak out, it's a voice that's familiar to you, but it's not yours. It's older. It's the voice of your father. You hear more rattling of chains. They come closer. You can feel the ropes that bind you tug as some weight is placed on them. They extend out in all directions. No end in sight. And a deep fear, a deep throbbing dread fills your heart as this rattling becomes closer. The tugging on the ropes becomes more taut until it's right behind you. And it stops. Am I able in this position to turn to look behind me? You can try if you'd like. No check, just like physically try. Yeah, you would do so. You turn. Behind you, you see a roughly humanoid figure. Chains draping from every hangable point of their body, animated outward, almost like extensions of its form. A woman who, were she not marred with countless scars, missing pieces of flesh, and terrible wounds, would probably be, be bleh, would probably be rather attractive, rather beautiful. A wicked smile crosses her face as one of these animated chains tipped with a hook lashes forward gouging into your eye you scream the pain is immense and you feel as other hooks begin to right reach around you and dig into the flesh of your chest and pull and tug but not tear keeping just at the edge of what your skin can handle and your existence for the remainder of the dream becomes pain. You do not wake, however. Not until sometime in the morning, Adira wakes and finds you thrashing. Everybody wakes up! Yay! Man, what a good sleep. Riley stretches. Yeah, I feel pretty good. 
I wake up, I stretch, I start doing my morning prayers. Adira, you wake up next to Foresight, and he's thrashing around. He's sweating. A um, grimace of pain on his face. She'll kind of like reach over and pat his face. Foresight. Foresight. With with ease, this wakes you, Foresight. His eyes will very slowly open. He will groan to himself. As you open your eyes. I'm sorry. Taking the surroundings. As you open your eyes, the one that had had a hook buried in it for a split moment is shocked with pain, even now in waking, uh, as if the faint starlight uh, that is um, casting through a break in the clouds and the moonlight were as bright as staring at the sun. It fades quickly. But it makes the memory of the dream all too real. Cold shiver will get on his spine as he sits up. You okay? Yeah, nothing I don't deserve. Is it morning? Or well, time to get started? Yeah. Well, better get my things together. Yeah, I guess we'll start gathering stuff up. Alright. You start gathering your things. Rock, you're meditating. Riley, you're up. Lark has come out of his... Uh, cold sleep. Uh, leaf, you're awake. What are you all doing? I'm worrying about foresight. <laughs> There's the tavern cat. He's talking to his friends outside. I think it's the elf murder castle cat now. Yeah. Elf murder <laughs> castle cat. No, like... Y'all, y'all took the black, the blackfish tavern on the road. Like you got the. We stole Carla's cat. We stole Carla's cat, y'all. It found its way into the, um, into the um. Patches, shush. Well, Can we uh, just like, establish now that this cat has improved evasion? <laughs> sure. Whenever anyone asks, why didn't the cat get hit by the fireball? Vision. <laughs> no damage. It's somebody's familiar. Well, uh, Leaf would like to, uh, like, I guess get up a little early and uh, try and forage for some stuff and see if maybe he can have some food ready once everybody starts stirring. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make me a survival. 
Bam. That's a 14. Not Good a whole enough lot. for like one person. Uh, and I think I misspoke before. Uh, I think you get enough for a person for a day, not for a meal. So that's technically three meals. Okay. Okay, cool. So I had, uh, what is it, two days worth of uh, food from the last forage check? And, yes. Uh, I've I've really been like stocking that stuff up with because uh, because I've been using the good berries so I don't know like I'll I'll just try and combine all of that or, or see what I can do to throw it together into some kind of relatively decent breakfast for the the group. All right. And uh, uh, you can make me your profession cookie. Check. Cookery. Cookery, not cookie. That's a sixteen. 16 it's pretty good uh it's you know it's a it's a good it's a forest stew <laughs> sort of thing mushrooms uh, and grasses and perhaps a squirrel who knows yeah maybe a squirrel like it tried to climb up box and he just went <laughs> and squished it like it was a fucking bug or something just oh no did it to you That's that's all I've got. <laughs> Just kind of like be sitting there, like stirring it, stirring it, and humming a tune while everybody's waking up. Okay. So, uh, let's go with a Riley. What is a Riley doing? So I think generally when Riley first wakes any on any given day he does a brief um like exercise routine to like stretch out the muscles and get the blood flowing a little bit but um work, work out the uh, muscle kinks from last night it was tough spying on you guys with those binoculars i totally have anyways <laughs> um once noticing that leaf is uh cooking a nice breakfast for the party and humming a jaunty tune riley will make his way over and uh keep him company He's, he's just over there humming the Gilligan's Island theme song. Charming, Leaf. Where ever did you learn this? It's a little shanty sung uh, quite often during my travels. I picked it up from some vagabonds. You'll have to write down the words for me so I too can learn it. You know, I don't think there ever were words. I might have to write some. Perhaps we can get in touch with some bards. You know what? Curious. That is what our party is missing, isn't it? Soon. Oh, there's always room to learn. Hmm. Very soon. Like waiting for me to like serve you a bowl or something, right? No, we're... <laughs> I feel like I'm withholding breakfast now. <laughs> no, take as long as you need. I'm just here to watch. Oh, I thought I, I thought my audio dropped for a second. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, I, he's got, like, you know, spare pots and pans and stuff like that, so he doesn't exactly have, like, bowls or any of that, but uh, you, he'll take a spare dish or, like, a mug or something and uh, serve you some of the stew. Uh, tell me, Leaf, did, uh, did you learn how to cook on your own, or did someone teach you? Uh, it's a necessary skill for one who travels uh, as much as I have in my past. 
Fair. Fair enough. Uh, out of curiosity, since we have time before the others join us, have you ventured into baking at all? Uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm very experienced at it. Uh, I've certainly apprenticed uh, at bakeries before. I've seen it in action, and I imagine if I had the requisite equipment, I could potentially slap something together, but uh, I'm hardly a consummate professional. Just uh, bits and bobs that I've picked up over the years. Well, it seems to be coming together quite well. I'll let you in on a little secret about Riley Morheim. I have a little bit of expertise in terms of baking. Cookies, bread, cakes, those sorts of things. Ah, oh, a man of many talents. Where might uh, someone of your particular pedigree pick up such skills? My mother ran a bakery, and I learned most of the trade from her. She sounds like a wonderful woman. Uh, is she still around? She certainly was a wonderful woman. Oh, uh, I just kind of, you know, clink my bowl with yours, and I say, uh, well, to, to the memory of a wonderful woman. I will eat to that. You know, Leaf, after taking a nice bite, if this whole adventuring thing doesn't work out, perhaps you and I can open a restaurant. Uh, perhaps we can. Uh, I feel that there might be uh, more than just one place to settle down in, uh, and I'd be hard-pressed to pick just one. Maybe we could do a food wagon. And travel around serving food. The blackfish uh, uh, food, the blackfish food truck. Oh, oh no. man, you nailed it. Uh, that's that's actually uh, quite a beautiful idea. Uh, do you see yourself retiring in the future? Honestly, no. I highly doubt it. But in the rare event it comes to that, um, I, I think these musings are interesting, anyways. Dreams and all that. Settling down, traveling, cooking, simpler things. I'm gonna like. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Elf murder castle taco trip. Just kind of like, you know, sitting there like eating, and uh, he, he gets like halfway done with his, his breakfast, and he'll kind of set it off to the side, and he'll just pick up he's, he's maybe got like a small pile of like sticks and stuff little bits of trash wood that he uses to whittle into his little trinkets and whatnot and uh he'll he'll kind of like smile at that last thought and uh get out his his little carpentry knife and uh start working on something new and uh i'll, I'll go ahead and make the check for it now but it's just something that he's going to be idly working on and it's it's basically like as he has like these landmark co conversations he's just going to start putting together trinkets as, as kind of like uh, a token of, of the memory. And so he's, he's going to put together like some kind of logo amulet wooden trinket thing that uh, has has like a food wagon on it. And it's going to have like the Riley Mordheim's initials. <laughs> Riley will watch curiously and say something about it seems like we all have our little hidden skills, doesn't it? Uh, of course, uh, you'd hardly be people if we were one-dimensional. Everyone's got a story to tell, and uh, many years of it behind them. Yes, and I'm enjoying learning what I 
have from our company, you included. Well, uh, I'll uh, try and strive to maintain that quality. And uh, it just kind of like goes back to humming and uh, carving on his little trinket. Yes, I don't think you'll have to strive too hard, friend. End scene. Bam. <laughs> so the Lark and Brock are like sitting five feet away. Like, do you, do you oh. tune in at all? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> I leave the conversation as it is. Okay. Brock, you're, you're rotating rocks with your mind. Uh, yeah. Uh, I would probably be done by now, and I will join them for breakfast. Okay. Assuming right. there is enough, and he is not holding breakfast hostage. It's, uh, like, as, as you kind of, like, walk up, he'll, he'll start putting together a pole, but before he hands it over, he kind of, like, holds his hand, so he, he doesn't, like, let go of the pole as he's passing it off. He says, uh, the, uh, admission for a bowl of food, uh, is to tell us a fact about yourself. And, uh, uh just kind of, like, elbow Riley. <laughs> yes, we can buy many a things with stories. You go on, Brock, please. Uh, he oh, would laugh. Uh, he would, he would look at Riley and he would go, uh, "Well, I can't bake if that is a fact, I suppose." Well, then tell me, Brock, what do you have to offer to our traveling food wagon? <laughs> hmm. A traveling food wagon. Yes, I've got the not... uniforms. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's. <laughs> actually spot on <laughs> oh, no. I I am a sculptor of sorts I do so in my spare time I'm sure I could do something with that I suppose I believe we could use like an ornament or something to put on top of a wagon so that everyone recognizes uh, Riley Morheim's food wagon and I will know, just kind of like will... brilliant <laughs> I will be sure to uh, take care in crafting such a thing. Although it is more of a hobby and less a profession. As long as you put heart into it, I'm sure it'll turn out fine. Well, uh... That's blood magic. <laughs> oh, no. I was, I was raised by dwarves. We always, we always put, uh... Put heart into anything involving stone. Interesting. Then you must know a thing or two about dwarven cuisine. <laughs> um. You mean stew and potatoes? <laughs> I know you a know. thing about. I know things about fungus and those things that live underground. You know, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's several different kinds of dwarven cuisine, I suppose, depending on what level of the uh, how how deep they go. I, for one, am from the Underdark. I suppose different mountains have different plants and creatures living under them. Well, you'll have to share some of the uh, dishes you've had down there with Leaf here and see if he can't replicate them. He is the head chef, after all. I've uh, had the pleasure of uh, 
tasting some secondhand Dorvin recipes, and uh, I think it may have been horribly oversalted, but it, it was certainly quite savory. Uh, I, I would definitely like to see your take on, on such dishes. Uh, would definitely make a fine addition to whatever um, culinary venture we go in on. Well, I will certainly give you as much as I can, but I am a terrible cook. That was not something they taught us back at the, the monastery. Is that how to cook? Not to mention they get their milk from a bug. And not a cow. Are you telling me these bugs have nipples? <laughs> <laughs> they have extricant points. Well, over positive. I don't even want to know. Yeah, Riley's done eating. I think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> the foresight, Adira. They, uh, the smell of food wafts out of the gatehouse. Okay. So, uh, I guess once through packing everything up, I'll head over that way. By rope, so shall I. Drag foresight along with you. Yeah, basically, same thing you said. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is adorable. Turn <laughs> <laughs> like kind kind of like smiling from the previous conversations, and he he just like face slowly scrunches up into like a, a frown of confusion as he sees the, the pr procession in front of him. <laughs> Deer is kind of confused by it herself. Uh, and, like he got very much sleep last night. And to, to answer your silent question, Tracy, uh, you have not seen Clint yet. Uh, he slept in his cart, so one can assume he is in his cart. So he's safely away from all this. Perhaps. I can. Perhaps I he's can... attached to the ceiling and, you know, salivating over you, but who knows? Perhaps he started this way, heard some of the conversation, and was like, I'll, I'll just I'll just go. Perhaps. I can offer you a bowl of hot stew for breakfast uh, in exchange for an explanation of that abomination of a harness. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what harsh words. It was very well crafted. Um, I was concerned we'd lose foresight somewhere along the way. He has a tendency to wander off by himself. Certainly, you could have at least made the leash slightly longer. How? Uh, <laughs> oh, the leash is like thirty feet long. Yeah. <laughs> like she didn't give that much slack. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I was watching the procession, and they were like tripping over each other's feet on the way over. Uh, that was just me being stupid. <laughs> Riley says, yeah, "Um, it is a bit curious the bond you two seem to be sharing." <laughs> Like By the way, foresight looks. It looks like neither of you got much sleep last night. How was it sleeping together again? <laughs> I suppose better with her than alone. 
Well, um, anyhow, so, the point uh, is, I don't want him to get separated and lost in an elf murder castle. Certainly practical. Uh, so I'll, I'll hand off the bowl to Adira and I'll say, uh, so, uh, what interesting fact about yourself can you offer in exchange for breakfast, Foresight? He just kind of stares at you, blinks very slowly. Sloshing stew in a bowl. <laughs> if there are cogs turning, it is not visible upon his face. There will be a long silence unless others speak. Leaving be, he didn't sleep well. Uh, I'll slowly hand it over. Perhaps we can take guesses at it. Is he responsive enough to at least acknowledge questions? No? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It did not seem. Well, Foresight, if you wish to share in the future, we have open ears, but it doesn't seem like you care for much talking this morning, which is fine. Just going to take a few spoonfuls of the stew and plop it right on the ground, and uh, you'll see Box march over, and he just kind of stands in it in the same way, doing doing like the same little pitter-patter of the feet you'd expect somebody who's like crushing grapes to make uh, make like wine or like juice grapes. And he just kind of like stands there, soaking it all in between his his toes. Uh, <laughs> would you say that um, that where you plop it on the ground, that box lumbers over? Oh yeah, he 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 stomps right on it. He he likes a little um, exotic in his soil. Really branching out, huh? <laughs> 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 I suppose that takes care of everyone now. It's just kind of like counting heads. Well, excellent. Uh, yes, I was about to say, except for our employer. And your donkey. Oh, and the donkey. Well, uh, Riley will hop up since he got a head start on breakfast and we'll go see how uh, ho- that hopefully Clint is still kicking around his carts. You go over to his cart. Yes. Rain beating down. A still silence coming from it. You go to peek inside. And he's laying there asleep. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Don't fucking do that. <laughs> uh, I could do that or I could slurp. <laughs> Okay, I, I prefer the uh, over-dramatization of him maybe being dead. I was like, wow, I'm the worst hero in the world. This is awful. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I'll, I'll, uh, Riley will wake Clint up. <laughs> yeah. It's morning. Yes, and breakfast has been served. We are missing you at the where we're sitting. Oh, uh, my apologies. Um, give me just a moment. Uh, uh, that'll be him. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, Leaf, I have a question for you. Yes. In your uh, in your venture to make breakfast, did you check the bags on boxes back? 
Uh, you know what? He He's actually carrying the cooking kit and whatnot, so I, I would have had to. Okay. That's a good point. Um, make me a perception. Of course. It's a 23. 23. Okay. Because it would be weird to tell you now, uh, I will tell you when you go to put the cooking gear away what you find. Okie doke. Ah, good morning, everyone. Good, good morning. Lovely weather. Yes, may the sun warm our journeys. Yes, you're from the other side of the world, I, I see. Yes. So, Clint, we are uh, playing a little game this morning. In exchange for food, uh, we ask that you share a little bit about yourself, preferably what you would offer a traveling food wagon. What, I would offer a traveling food wagon? Yes, as if um, we were to employ you to take part in being part of Riley Morheim's traveling food wagon. Oh, I see. Um, I was going to say my patronage, but... Uh, hmm. I'm not sure that I would be that much used to a food wagon. Uh, simple labor, I suppose. Uh, honestly, I'm more of a, a books and knowledge man uh, so you can research recipes I suppose so yes I feel like that's an adequate job someone has to do it this is purely hypothetical correct uh, he looks around counts... slightly confused and worried I believe this counts as a verbal contract sir <laughs> um I'm, I'm very appreciative, but I, I don't think that I'm... You have a museum, I, I understand. Yes, I, I have my own work to do. Perhaps uh, in the future. Perhaps. Uh, this is very good, thank you. So, he'll eat his breakfast, and everybody else eats theirs. And he'll kind of reiterate some things about this place. It's nothing really new. Uh, just kind of reminding to an air of caution. So, Leaf, when you go to put your stuff up, you're digging around in the, leaf, in the bags you put on box. Uh, you move over a small box, one that you had received in the Storm Bluff. And then you realize that the box neither makes much noise when moved, nor is as heavy as it used to be. Hmm. I'm having trouble recalling what was in the box. The money for the timber. List. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> and and he, oh, he's just no. like he's just kind of like standing there next to box and he's holding the box and he says exactly that oh no oh no yep audibly uh what, what seems to be the issue uh our money for the lumber is missing wait what 
just kind of haul the box out of the bag and I, you know, upturn it and uh, let everyone see the dust drift out. Uh, the shopping list is still in there. Oh. And, uh, how much is missing from the box? How much was in there originally? Uh, 50 gold pieces, uh, if I recall correctly. Was it just 50 gold pieces? Mm -hmm. I, yeah, <laughs> as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Oh, if it's, if it's 50 gold pieces, we can easily replenish that out of the money we're going to be making for this job. Yes, by all means, even if not everyone in the party were willing to chip in, um, assuming that Rat stole it, I would be willing to cover it, especially since we just got a 50 coin advance. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I put 10 gold into the box. Well, perhaps we should carry the money on our persons for the time mm -hmm. being, since, since it was already stolen from the box once. Fair enough. Yes, uh, it's, it's probably best not to leave anything of value on my friend here. Uh, he's not exactly the best guardsman. But either way, Leaf, you have my word that we'll make up the money. Just kind of like nod as he, he like silently mourns the loss of the funding. <laughs> I hope that kid buys something fucking good. Well, we should have seen this coming, accepting a, a thief into our group. You win some, you lose some. It tells a better story this way. I suppose so. I, I have a question. What What's with the oh no if repeated enough times in rapid succession it summons a man with glass filled with red liquid? Kool-Aid man. Kool-Aid man? <laughs> oh! Oh! Oh no. <laughs> you yelled loud enough that you woke Patches in here. <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. Oh no. Oh no. Oh yeah! Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? The old Kool-Aid commercials. The one American Kool-Aid man commercials. Yeah, they they were probably <laughs> out. They were probably out before you were born. Are these something from the 90s? That's weird. <laughs> yes, it's from the 90s. They're from the early 90s. God, that's like a century ago. Man. Expect me to get that. God. Just when I thought I couldn't meet anybody that's as big of a smartass as Troy. Uh, I just want to say, I'm only 24, and I'm the one who made the reference. You have no excuse. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I get I get the reference. I, I have the biggest feeling in my pants that he is bullshitting us. Okay, guys, stop culture shaming me, okay? I get it. You guys are really smart and funny. Don't hold this against me. <laughs> oh, I'm neither of those things. I'm just really old. I didn't think you could... I didn't know anybody who wouldn't know what the Kool-Aid Man reference was. I didn't think that was possible. I mean, it went over my head. I'm not I'm not going to lie. But, like, because I was thinking, like, an enclosed, like, actual fucking humanoid with, like, wine or blood in it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I wanted to make it sound fucking terrifying. What are you talking about? The Kool-Aid Man is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, he is. True enough. 
He is an enclosed humanoid with red liquid in him. He's not enclosed. His head is open. To be fair, aren't we all just enclosed humanoids with red liquid in us? Hey, you guys, did you know there's a fucking skeleton inside? You just wait and get out? Yeah. We're all enclosed humanoids on this blessed day. There's even a spell that does that. Makes your skeleton try to claw out of you. That's disgusting. Also terrifying. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, back, back to things that make just about as much sense. Uh, you, you found that you've been had. Yes, and we make a mental note to get the last laugh someday. <laughs> someday. Well, your clock is ticking down way faster than his. Guess I just have to get good. Oh, well, you better start grinding souls. Uh, <clears throat> so, you all finish your breakfast. Are you ready? To begin exploring the Black Keep. Nah, we'll just wait out here for a couple of months. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm feeling lunch. Uh, you know, personally. If, if we start now, we can find some in good ingredients for Leaf. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. You know, this could be the start to a beautiful new food truck. <laughs> You know, we could just take over this courtyard, turn this courtyard into a restaurant, and then, you know, never yeah, have to worry about what's behind those doors. It's only in the middle of nowhere. We'll get lots of business. So you're telling me that we're going to change it from the Black Keep to the White Castle? <laughs> <laughs> the White Elf Murder Castle. Let's, let's get legit, all right? <laughs> Broke Sean again. Harold and uh, Kumar travel to Blackkeep. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> hey, who was that? Was that Leaf? Was that Leaf that said that? Yes, it was I. You get a plus two to be applied to any role, whatever the fuck you want, once. Just Shiny. Oh, are you not using the hero point system? Uh, I have never used it, no. There's just a page that tells you what they can do. You uh, you need to do what the other group that I play in does, and anytime you get any kind of inspiration or variable bonus that you can apply to anything, always use it on trying to get laid. <laughs> never combat, never useful. Always try to get laid with it. You have a little marker that says you can. And sure, we'll do hero points, because I have a vague understanding of what they do. So we'll do a hero point. You have a hero point. Well, if you give him a couple of minutes, he might be able to explain it to you in detail. Yee. Oh, thank you. Points are kind of neat. They can only do a few things, but the things that they can do are pretty decent, like acting out of turn and initiative. You can just, you know, like prepare a ready to action and move at any point in the initiative. Um, I think you can only take a move or a standard, so you can't make like a four-round attack. You can also get a plus eight luck bonus to any d20 roll. Um, or after the roll was made, if you don't think that you're going to make it, then you can add a plus four to the roll automatically. 
Um, okay. You can take an extra action, which is again a standard or action, which can be really really clutch sometimes. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say that until a certain thing happens, y'all can have these. But after a certain thing happens, y'all can't have these anymore. Fair enough. What? There's some other uh, stuff, but like that's kind of story related. Right. You can cheat death once. That's cool. Cost two. Get to mythic ten, and you can cheat death every day. Yeah. Um. Although Actually, I will every say, twenty minutes, I think. By the rules, you get one every time you level up, or when you do something awesome, and you can only have a maximum of three at any given point in time. Unless you take a feat specifically that lets you take like. Okay, so let's see. I'm gonna go ahead and dish out uh, one to everybody because everybody There's has a place made on the character sheet for them. Oh, that's fair. On most character sheets, it's like directly underneath. Yeah, this helps me remember easier, though, I think. Mm. Yeah, y'all can put them on your character sheets. Leaf, you have two, because you just broke me. Thank you. Wow, Box doesn't get one? That's racist. Mm. Racist against trees. Uh... Your other elf didn't get one either. Nor did Mozart. Nor did the cart. Actually, okay, you know the what? The cart deserves it. Give it to the cart at least. Okay. So now is everybody ready? For lunch? Yeah. The cart uses its zero point to get laid. We have a <laughs> second breakfast before lunch, actually. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, and thirdsies. There. It did. That card is exploring where no card has gone before. <laughs> oh, the the cart has used its hero point to get laid. All right, so y'all wait for lunch for second breakfast. I think once breakfast wraps up and we clean everything up, probably into mid morning, we can probably start adventuring yeah. or playing the game. We can probably start playing the game. Can we now? I make no promises, man. It will be attempted. It will be attempted. We will attempt to play the goddamn game. So, I, I mean, based off the map, it looks like we have a small door to the north and a door to the uh, east. Yes, correct? a larger door. Yes. Um, so, I'm assuming once we actually gear up to do the thing, um, Lark doesn't mind checking them both over, right? I am fine with this. Great. Let's do it. All right. Um, so I'm going to take that as my cue. Okay. And let's go to the side door first. Okay. This looks to be some more like of a um, stable or a, um, servant uh, area or storage area. Perhaps. Um, and I would like to um, uh, observe the door to see if I can find any uh, locks or traps. Make a perception. Yes, sir. Uh, I rolled a 14. You find no traps. Uh, okay. There is a lock. Um, it's a very 
It's not like built into the door though. It's like a chain and a lock. Okay. It's very rusted. Okay. So in other words, it is probably easier to smash than it is to um um uh lockpick. I pull out my crowbar and I would say uh, uh does anybody feel uh, confident in their upper body strength? The uh tree looks pretty strong. Yeah, if uh, no one else volunteers, I'm sure Box can assist in getting this thing cracked open. All right. Are we trying to rely on this crowbar? Is that what you're trying to do? Well, if Box wants to use the crowbar, he gets a plus two. If he knows how to use it. Box does not know how to use any kind of tool, really. Um, so he'll he'll probably just, like, pick up the crowbar and start hitting the door with it. <laughs> Uh, he is exceedingly okay. effective at that. Okay, so what I'll do instead is I'll motion for a box to give me the crowbar. I don't know if he responds to that at all. Uh, Leaf will coax him into uh, disarming himself. Okay, so I'm going to um, place the crowbar, and I'm going to um, uh, place it in such a way that it uh, um, is kind of... Uh, within the chains and sort of like just needs to be pried back and I'm going to pull it back a little bit and I'm going to uh, then instruct Box to uh, slam down on it like the lever. Okay. Uh, I will assist in directing the tree man and uh, I assume you just want a strength check? That's right. And if Sean would permit my uh, little manipulation with the crowbar it would give him a plus two. Oh, bam. Mm-hmm. That's a 22. So... Box be- between Leaf and Lark it lifts up both of its fists and like like ground pound smashes down kind of like uh, gives it the people's elbow <laughs> gives it yeah <laughs> uh, he, he drops on it and uh, like the lock the bottom part of it just falls and the top part of the lock uh, goes on the roof across the way somewhere. It just went ping! Alrighty. Uh, so the chain is now loose. Well, uh, something could certainly be said for our efficiency. It certainly can. I open the door and I look inside. Uh, your initial suspicions were quite correct. Um, if I can find the damn button that lets me unhide stuff. There we go. Your initial assumption of it being a stable was fairly correct. Uh, there are stables. And then All there's right. like a, a freestanding one in the center. I step inside. I uh, uh, think it is unlikely to be trapped in stables. It, but, it, it, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, make me a reflex save. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's where they get you. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, no way they trap the stables. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> Fifteen of them. All right. Place. So um, you take a duck out of the way as this old, this very outdated and old trap that was not like built into anything. It was just kind of a. It was kind of a tripwire scenario and you dive out of the way as a few buckets full of rocks 
fall from the ceiling uh, and kind of land where you were standing. Son's Bane, who the hell traps a stable? With buckets of rocks. With buckets of rocks. <laughs> it's a very crude looking trap. Uh, probably not even meant to kill so much as to uh, scare and m- hurt somewhat. Man, Commander Mansfield's just really oof, pulling out all the stops with the buckets of rock. Brock would call out, is every, everything okay in there? Sounded like something terrible happened. Uh, no, just, uh, just dodged another elf, elf murder trap. All right. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to be detecting for traps first. 21. All right, and that's within 10 feet of you. Uh, there appears to be a somewhat more sophisticated setup right there. Who the hell traps these stables? Like, more sophisticated setup, like more sophisticated like bucket rocks? Um, you don't see the entirety of the trap. What you see is the trigger. Um, and what it appears to be is... Uh, Albeit relatively crude, some sort of pressure plate. All right. Um. Okay. Uh, I take out my um ten foot ball. Okay. Uh, I ask Box to uh take a take a step back. Um, Box does not understand. I. Uh, so where do we can get Box to step back? <laughs> Oh, uh, of course. And I just kind of, like, take him by the hand like you would, like, a child and just saunter back with him. Oh, thank you. And with my, um, ten-foot pole, I prod the pressure plate and I jump back. Alright, uh, make me a strength check. Uh, I'm not as good at those. Seven. Seven. You kind of, like, press down on it, uh, and nothing happens. Okay. Uh, in which case... What if we gather the rocks back in the bucket and throw the bucket on top of the fr- pressure plate? You are actually reading my mind. That's basically oh. what I was thinking of doing. I'd high-five you, but we can't. <laughs> um, Those haven't been invented yet. So, yeah, because uh, presumably, like, the bucket has a handle? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm just going to be putting some um, uh, rocks into it. And I'm just basically going to swing it forward, swing it back, swing it forward, swing it back until I have enough momentum, and then I'm just going to let her fly and try to get it to land on the pressure plate. All right. Make me a range touch attack. Uh, yes, sir. Um, ranged. 13. All right. That is plenty enough. Uh, so you hit that spot, and uh, you hear what sounds like glass vials breaking uh, and a gas um uh, Close fills. the door. Close the door. It doesn't spread. <laughs> okay. But there is a there is a gas in this area. It dis it disperses relatively quickly. However, this guy must really hate elves. No, oh, that wacky commander Mansfield. Ugh. But once again, it seems like the trap itself was fairly crude. It was likely just uh, vials of poisonous gas placed under, like some boards that would crack them when stepped upon. All right. Man, these guys are quite trap smiths. 
put a lot of hard work and dedication into these traps. I mean, for a fucking stable, yeah. All right, I uh, step in again. It doesn't look like the gas is spreading, right? No, it's it's our like there's a somewhat foul cement cement a foul scent, but it's otherwise mostly dispersed. Okay. Um, perception check. I want to check the um, floor in front of the door as well as the door for traps. All right. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, you do not see any traps. Okay. Uh, I stride forward and I open the door. Uh, the door opens with relative ease. Okay. And you see a hallway. I uh, peek around the hallway. Does it open over here, or is it is it a ten foot hallway or a five foot hallway over here? Uh, the bottom. It comes out the bottom. Sorry, here. Let me try and clear that up. So oh, uh, I imagine they're being quite loud, so I'll actually be where I'm at watching this other door. Just, you know, in case somebody hears all their commotion and decides to run out that way. Okay. Um, would you like me to give you a perception check every 10 feet that I take, uh, Sean? Uh, yes. Okay. Because I'm, I will be advancing down the hallway, but I will be doing so slowly checking the traps along the way. All right. Um, so... Nine, uh, see, 11. You see no traps, but you do see more of a hallway. And okay. I'm assuming you have some form of light with you. Correct. Yes, I do. Uh, I forgot to mention. So now that I'm inside, I have my lamp pulled out. All right. And your lamp is... Um, what's its What's its light range? I should have it written down in my character sheet. Let me take a look. Um, lamp. Oh, I did not write it down. Oh, wait, that's because it was... Oh, yeah, it's still... No. Uh, it's just a regular lamp, however far that goes. I think that's 40, 80, um, if I'm not mistaken. Let's take a look. Pathfinder. Whoops. Lamp. Pathfinder. <clears throat> it might be 2040. I think 2040 sounds more probable. But... Uh, oh, 15 and 15, or 1530. Okay. 1530. Okay, so yeah, I need to make this way smaller. Okay, save changes. What? All um, right, so within the yellow circle, uh, which I believe you can see, Yep. Can anybody else see those circles? Nope. Okay, so Lark, you can see uh, the circles, or you should be able to see yep, the circles. The yellow circle is your normal light, and the green circle is your dim light. Great. Um, so, yeah, I will give you another perception check. Either way, I'm just doing it 10 feet, so that is within my uh, bright light range. Okay. Um, Oh, uh, perception. Twelve. Twelve. You so see no traps. Yeah. I now see the circles. Yeah, yeah. I, I I figured out how to change it. Twenty-four. Perception for my next. Twenty-four perception. Uh, that's within. Hold up. Hold up. Yep. Uh, there is a trap there. Yay. These guys were thorough. And this one 
does look more legitimate and less uh less haberdashed together. What would I roll to identify what kind of, it would be knowledge of engineering, wouldn't it, to identify what kind of trap yes. it is? Yeah. I will roll that. I got a critical success, so I got a twenty-four. Okay. Um this you can identify it as a pressure plate and it's built into the tiling of the floor. Um, it is one that you can cross without having to jump, uh, as it's a, it's like a three point pressure plate. So hitting any three points will activate it. Uh, looking around, you see, uh, a singular lengthened gap, uh, gap in the wall. Uh, you imagine this to be some sort of, uh, swinging blade trap or perhaps some sort of uh, dark line trap. All right. Um, so, but you said that it is activated on any of the three-point contact? Yes. Uh, you step on one, it activates regardless of which one. But it is navigable. You can walk over it without activating it since you know where the pressures are. That's fair, but why risk it if I don't have to? Um, so what I'm going to go over here. Uh, okay. I'm going to take away, take out one of my pitons, and I am going to hurl it at the um, trigger. All right, make me a touch attack. Uh, critical success, 23. Roll again. Hold on. All right, 10. Okay. Um, so you, so you t chuck it out there. Your piton bounces, uh, and it like bounces up into the air just as this like wicked sort of like um almost like pendulum blade but instead of being vertical it's uh coming out of the wall uh mm -hmm. swings out and it actually hits your pit and back down the hallway at you oh wow uh, it, it doesn't hit you or anything but like okay. that direction um uh but then uh the the trap you can hear like <laughs> Uh, and then, like, the entire, like, mechanism kind of, like, slumps. And and the the pendulum arm kind of, like, slides out of the wall. And there's a bunch of dinging and danging coming from inside the wall. This is the worst stable ever. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, I uh, hurl another uh, piton uh, at the plate just to make sure that the um, trap has been disabled. It sounds like it is, but... Yeah, no, nothing else happens. Okay. So uh, I go over here and I pick up my two uh, pitons. Okay. Uh, and I You actually forward. would pick up the other one from right where you were standing. Okay. Either way, I pick up both of them. Okay. Um, and I... So I did one, two, three, four... Yeah, so I would be there. Um, and I give a, another perception, or I, I look, uh, I look down the hall. Uh, you peek around the hall. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that's interesting. Um, okay. Uh, what I'm going to do is, uh, I'm going to give a, uh, perception check for this l last little bit of the hallway. Okay. 20. Um... Oh dear. 
Uh, knowledge in engineering. I'd like to know what kind of traps these are. Fifteen. Um, they aren't all the same kind. You can tell that much. Um, you can see another slit in the wall. At least one of them is similar to uh, the one you just deactivated, but the other two, you're not sure. All right. Um, also, for anybody who's listening, because I'm aware that I can see what's going on, but people who are listening cannot, uh, Sean just revealed that there are three traps in the small uh, um, remaining uh, segment of the hallway. Um, yeah, I should I should save things, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I can see the circles. Yes, Don't worry, guys. We're audio friendly. <laughs> oh. Uh, um, also, the reason why he sounded somewhat incredulous is because it appears that the hallway is looping back on, right back into the uh, fucking stables. That's correct. Um, but I do have a plan. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go around in the stables over here. Uh, perception check. Um, make me... You're going right there? Yep. Reflex save. Uh, I need you to make first make me a... a uh... Well, you can take 10. You need acrobatics or climb to get over the sides of the stables. Okay, I, I'll give you an acrobatics. I'm good at those. 17. Alright, so yeah, you hop over, hop over, and yes, when you land there, I need you to make a reflex save. Alrighty. Actually, no. I'm, this is a different kind of thing. Um, so it, reflex it's, <laughs> it's a roll against you, kind. Okay. That's unfortunate, because my AC isn't all that great. Right, so I take it a nineteen hits you. Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, you take four damage as a uh, as a bolt from a light crossbow shoots out of a rotting pile of hay. Ah, son of a! All right, let's not do that again. Um, is the uh, the track deactivated now? Uh, well, the crossbow can't reload itself, so yes. Okay, fair enough. Um, okay, I'm going to be more cautious now. And I'm going to give another perception in the other stable that is in front of me. Uh, so okay. that is a 25 perception. Uh, you do not see anything in there. No. Okay, acrobatics, um, jumping over. What does Riley do when he hears a kathunk and then Lark shout out? So, uh, because where Riley's standing inside the stables, he would have seen Lark pop back in from the hallway he initially went down and then start jumping over stables, and then probably the kachunk and the scream. So Riley calls out, Are you all right? Well, I've got a crossbow bolt sticking my arm, but otherwise I'm, I seem to be fine. I don't think I've been poisoned. Do so you think we should remove the hats? There's no telling how long it's been here. Uh, I want to confirm something before we do that. Um, but I might need people's help. Uh, there's a, uh, um, a rather uh, elaborate trap awaiting ahead that I'd like to have disarmed. Well, I can um, certainly offer assistance in looking over your shoulder. I would appreciate that. Um, so what I'm doing is uh, I'm doing another perception check for this square in front of me. I'm right in front of the door to the hallway that is... Uh, uh, looping around to where I am here, and um, I uh, I would like to do a perception for both the uh, the floor in front of me as well as the uh, the door. All right. Uh, Twenty one. 
And while this is going on, uh, just Riley's going to move down through the same path that Lark went down. Uh, he can take a 10 to acrobatics over these stables if that's fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, if memory serves, rogues aren't the only ones who can detect tra traps. So can I assist with a perception check from where yes, I'm at? Yes, you can. Right behind him? I will yes, do so. Can. Let's see if we can get you a nice plus two on that. Nope, I can't. I got a six. That doesn't assist at all. <laughs> this is that hard. That would be a natural one that ended up in a six. Oh, that's uh, true, isn't it? Yep. That's why, that's why it's red. Oh. Um, okay, so um, at this point, Clint kind of walks past everybody else and is like, is everything okay? Um, Just slightly injured, but otherwise uh, still going strong. Foresight. You hear the word injured. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, however, two things stopping me. One is a rope, I mean, and two is I would probably cause more harm <laughs> trying to shuffle through any traps than staying out here, waiting for him to get back to me. You can get over there. You have 30 feet of slack. Unless she's just gonna be a bitch and be like, "No, get back here!" <laughs> no, and it was a fifty-foot-long rope to begin with. Yeah, but you got to use some of that to tie him up. I used twenty foot of rope to tie him up. You're doing shibari. I don't know, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I right. suppose not. It's probably more like five or ten. So, uh, sorry, Sean. Did you say that the um, there were no traps ahead of me? Uh, you saw no traps. So I did not I'm say going... there were none. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so I um, jump over. Nothing happens. Okay. Uh, I would like to uh, attempt to open the door. Uh, the door opens. Okay. What do I see? Uh, click. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. So now I'm looking at the hallway that kind of like looped back. Yes. Uh, around and has those three traps uh, that are very deadly, except for the square directly in front of you. So what I'm going to do is uh, I would like to give you a perception I, I would, check I would for like that to point out... square. Oh, okay, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Eight. What is a trap? What is a trap? No, you don't see any traps. Um, the door closes behind you. <laughs> of course it does. Uh, make a reflex save. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, an 11. Yeah. Uh, We're your... about to have our first character death. Um, by the way, Sean, I just want to be very specific. since I Okay, so for people who don't know what happened, I just stepped into the room. There was one square that was empty uh, beyond the door. And I went closer to inspect the trap that was ahead of me. Uh, since I hadn't detected traps, I stepped into that square, and now the door is closed behind me, and something's happened. Um, what uh, uh, what I would like to specify is because I know that there is a trap directly on the um, um, square ahead of me. Um, I would not like to evade whatever is going on by jumping into that square. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, but go, go ahead and actually, no, you know, you know, it's, 
Okay, so your re reflex save failed, so you're flat-footed against this. What is your CMD? My CMD is... Um, I will tell you that in a second. It is 13. It is 13. Uh, and what is your dex mod? My dex mod is plus 3. Okay, so your flat CMD is 10. Oh, my flat CMD is 10. You're correct. Oh, yeah, I... I couldn't remember if the sheet said it that way or not, so I was just doing the math myself. Um, yeah. My bad. Uh, but yes, um, the floor, you, you try you try to be ready for something, but what you don't expect is that the floor itself moves. Uh, okay. And it springs up from one direction, flinging you into that square. Oh, great. I uh, fucking knew it. I knew it. You bounce <laughs> off the wall. Land, uh, give me an Okay, one second. You specified that I bounced off the wall. I know there's a trap there. Like, would consciously be trying to avoid hitting that square. Can I sort of like wall jump? Uh, yes. Uh, give me an acrobatics. Yes. And while this is going on, Briley's rapidly trying to get the door back open. I got a 23 on my wall jump. Okay, so you hit the wall and. Like, just with the force that you hit it, uh, oh, which, um, was three damage, by the way, bludgeoning, uh, okay. which just hitting it, like, kind of put you off kilter, but you're able to get your feet down, like, to the ground, like, just at the edge of the wall before you push off, and, uh, what I need you to do is make a climb check, because that floor is still, like, elevated sharply. Um, climb. I rolled a 21. Okay, so you grab onto, like, the edge of that and hold on uh, for dear life. Um, okay. Riley, go ahead and give me a strength check. I can roll a d20. 17. You're tugging on the door, and it's pretty solid. It is wood. Uh, it is not in the best of conditions, but it is reinforced with some rusted iron. And, like, you tug and you tug and you feel like there's something else, like, that's resisting against you. Oh, uh, you got a crowbar. Right, that was my immediate thought. If only I had the crowbar. Um, Riley's going to yell out if Lark's okay, hopefully alerting the rest of the party as well to what's going on. A loud uh, shout comes from I, I, I I've been better. Uh, I'm, I'm slightly concerned now. Can you help me pry open this door from the other side? I will certainly try. Um, am I able to do so by taking out the crowbar and start prying the door without risking sliding off of this, like, like slightly elevated uh, floor into the uh, the trap behind me? Um, well, you would know that probably the reason the door's not opening is because the floor is literally in the way. Oh, okay. Well, that would make sense. Uh, so what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to adjust my weight in such a way to sort of, like, have the floor at least brought back down. Um, enough so to open the door. To, if in one way or another, reset the trap into an active or inactive state. Go ahead and roll For, me a disabled device. Okay, I will do that. For the record, I am picturing totally like a wily e. coyote sort of like floor with those like like wound up springs like at the bottom. That's what I'm picturing right now. It's not um, unlike that. I got an eight. So you like reach over and you're fiddling around with it. Uh, and you find a little latch, and you're like, oh, this should help lower it down. 
and you snap it, and I need you to make a reflex save. Oh. <laughs> of course. I got a 15 on my reflex. You pull your arm out of the gap before the floor slams back down. Oh, and God. I need you to make a... Uh, or actually, uh, it makes the thing against you. Uh, you are effectively prone at the moment. You're chucked across the room again. Uh, but um, the thing now, instead of going kunk, right back into the position it was, it's going and just repeating. Do you need any help You're not flat-footed this time, so you're not flat-footed this time, so you don't hit the wall for specific damage. I do need you to make me Okay, so I, I just want to get a visual of what, what's going on here for myself. Um, yes. So this trap now is basically just like like flacking up and down repeatedly? Yes. Okay. It's like the lock that prevented it from going back down and locking in place. You like broke that piece. Okay. So what I, I'm going to want to do then is um, I'm going to want to pull off a splinter cell <laughs> and basically have my like legs... Like, I, I just basically want to... Said no snap. There we go. Uh, I basically want to have my legs going from here to here and just, like, suspend myself into the air. All right, give me an acrobatics followed by a climb. Oh, God. For the record, I'm at one hit point. <laughs> yeah, and for the record, Riley, at this point, having heard what happened again, is yelling that we need to get this door open now. I got a 13 on my acrobatics. Okay, um, give me a reflex save. Uh, I'll run over there and try to help with the door. I got an 11 on my reflex save. I am not rolling well this evening. Okay, you do not have time to choose to drop prone, so... Uh... But a 7 does not hit your AC, does it? Oh god, no. So, like, you land on the ground there, and like several spears come out of the wall um, from this direction. Okay. Uh, and like, they're all like rusted and shit. So like they come out unevenly and don't extend all the way. in ah! uh, just like the shape <laughs> of like, that would prevent them from stabbing you. Okay. Uh, but they slowly start to draw back, but very slowly. They're not fully there yet. Very slowly, can I like grab onto one? Like, how many spears are there? Uh, there are five. Okay. In sort of like the five on a six sided die pip configuration in X. Okay. I'm going to be very, very still. Okay. Uh, Help. <laughs> so, uh, go ahead, uh, Riley and Brock. Um, and give me a strength check, uh, whoever aiding whoever. I will be aiding, because I'm not a strong person. Well, this is unfortunate, because I'm also not a strong person, but I'll take lead. That's fine. <laughs> we are not the right people to oh, be doing this. Oh, this sucks. I got a five. <laughs> Mark, uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, this time, like, there's moments where it feels like the door's about to give, and then you hear that ka-chunk again, and the door, like, slams back shut. Can we just blast through the thing somehow? <laughs> Yeah, yeah what kind of thing? Is it made of, like, wood? Or is it made it's of... It's made out of wood and rusted iron. 
Um, at that at this point, he's gonna like look to Adira so that he can have a bit more like let's go this way so we maybe okay. we can help. She will follow him. <laughs> what is Leaf doing? Uh, he's just kind of like peeking in the door. It's it's pretty crowded, and he knows there's traps, and so you know, uh, uh. Are you guys okay in there? Uh, hmm. I mean, I could start just shooting rocks at the door. I, I don't think we're shoulder checking it through anytime soon. So if you think that's the best option, I'm gonna get out of your way. Yeah, Can yeah, I try I to open this door? Fun fact, uh, Everybody I have a crowbar. Oh, <laughs> I got a well, box, punch it open. Can I try that to open this door? That would probably Let's be try. my rocks. How about everybody rolls initiative against each other to see who open, who tries to open the door first? Riley abstains. Uh, Riley he knows abstains. that he's of no use in doing this. Not of no use. 23. Well, that's probably uh, Troy going first. Yeah, oh, I'll, I can't even find the initiative button on the sheet, so... I'll, I'll choose to take a one initiative. Yeah, okay. Alright. Eight bludgeoning damage to the door. Uh, so... Uh, you hit a part of the door that's, um... Kind of like, uh... More rotten. And it punches through. Uh, and Lark, you're just sprayed with, like, half-rotten wood. Uh, as this, like, almost, like, small cannonball just... Hits the, uh... It's the door, and you can kind of see out now, and everybody can see the light from coming from within. And he's standing very, very still. Is the machine in front of me still going crazy? Uh, the floor, yes. Uh, you can, however, tell that it is reducing in intensity. It's just doing so very slowly. Okay. Um, I, uh, I'm going to try to disable the um, trap that I'm currently standing on. All right, go ahead and give me a disabled device check. 21. 21. Uh, while it's still resetting, you take the opportunity to pry up the pl pressure plate uh, and disable the trigger uh, before it can fully reset. Okay. Sounds good. All right, so that one is... Beautiful. Okay. I can breathe easily for a moment. Um, Until that I, floor then launches you. No. Uh, <laughs> I draw attention to everybody who's kind of like looking. I kind of point out the two traps that are still remaining. Uh, and I also tell them that the the, the, um, the 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 doorway in the stable to the uh, southwest um, also loops back around to this hallway. I wanted to explore it because I suspect that there is a hidden doorway somewhere. And in fact, the place that I suspect the hidden doorway is is right in front of me. So I would like to look for that right now. Um, I suspect there's one right over here. Um, I'm basically looking along this wall here. Okay. Mainly right here. Alright. I, uh... Hmm. Well, I guess Foresight's probably got the healing taken care of, yeah? I got a 26 looking for hidden doorways. Uh, you find not a hidden doorway, however, you do see a small clutch of three bricks that look like they can be removed. 
I do remove them. Is he just going right. to move on with one HP? Uh, you draw out a small box. Okay. I inspect the box for traps. <laughs> make a oh. Could I make a uh, suggestion? Hmm. I would assume someone with one HP isn't probably isn't feeling very. Let's continue to check out this area, look for traps. That's why I'm not attempting to disable the one right in front of me. <laughs> he doesn't I want to really... fuck up again. <laughs> I have. You have a healer. Maybe go to the healer. I can't because currently there is a giant uh, mechanism that is kind of like flapping, flapping back and forth. Well, yeah, can we uh, bust that? Okay, so was the door open or was it just broken the slightly? Uh, the door it has a hole about the size of a miniature bowling ball punched in it. Okay, so at this point, Brock can blast it again should he so wish. Could I try and hit the door? Or yeah. even if there's a hole, can we use the crowbar that Foresight has to, like, actually just break the whole thing, especially if it's just kind of yeah. shitty wood? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather try to avoid shooting, you know, people on the yes. other side of the door now that we have something we can use to open it. Right. I mean, and once we I do got that... I Morning Star and I got a crowbar. Uh, you could use either, if, depending on if you want to try and smash the door, if you want to try and... Like, kind of just pry it apart at this point. Since there is now a point of breakage. Yeah. I guess he is a crowbar. Okay. Gives you a plus two bonus on your straight check. Which gives me a total of plus four. Well, Three, unless someone four, goes to assist. Like, Riley's gonna. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's a two. You know what? Riley Riley is realizing so, he's not the strongest uh, person in the world. Riley comes up behind Foresight and like one of those really uncomfortable golf instructors that comes up right behind you and like reaches around you and is trying to pull, but like it's terrible leverage. You just need to grab the crowbar with finesse. That's not how crowbars work. You need strength. <laughs> no, Riley's convinced it's just finesse. So is a 13 enough to pull the door open? Uh, it will be enough to break apart some more of the wood where you now have like a, like a window in the door, sort of. Right, like this flappy thing, right, is yeah. like it's coming off the ground and then closing again. Yeah, and it's like, um, it, it's a it's a spring floor, like it it comes up to about a sharper than forty five degree angle, and then slams back down. Uh, and it seems to be some sort of spring or compression that is kicking it back. And there were there were a bunch of rocks over here in the hallway that fell. There were. I would like to move those rocks under the floorboard. All right. So you you take take them through and chuck them down. No, just with just pick them up with my geokineticist thing and then move them under the thing. Just okay. Uh, go ahead and right give way. me a ranged attack, uh, just for your timing. There you go. Um, uh, Lark is staggered as a rock hits him in the head. As the floor like kicks up and knocks it into him. Huh. You're still is that up. one uh, one hit point that I take? 
Yeah, so you're staggered. You're at zero hit points. Yeah. Hits you right oh. in the head. Is is there a way we can like wedge the crowbar in the the floor that's lifted up and just like snap it forward or something? Uh you can you can certainly try. You can make a. Uh... Well, Riley may not be able to even try, considering how his strength a, checks are going. Either a, a either a dex check or an attack roll. Well, um, let's do. I'll do dex. Let's do dex. That's a 13. Okay, so you take the crowbar, you, like, shove it in. The thing kind of, like, hits you in the hand, and you drop the crowbar, but the thing just goes, and it stops. Ta-da! elevated, like, four inches, but it's, like, so you'll have to still pry pry open the door or have him crawl through that window-sized slot. Okay, yeah, we can uh, work on trying to make sure that Lark has a at least an okay enough scape route as he makes his way over when he's done. Alright. So, Lark, uh, it does not appear to be trapped, the box. Okay. I opened the box. So you said... It is locked, however. Oh, it is locked. Okay. Uh, I take off my trusty crochet needle, and I pick the lock. Do you? Do I? Um, It is a 14. Mm, Give it another try. Okay. Uh, Usually when people pick locks, it's the DT20 on the roll, though. If you want to stand here and and take uh, two minutes to do it, sure. Um... I uh, I'll wait until I'm in a position of safety, and then I will uh, attempt to pick the lock on the box. Okay. So you want to try and get out now? Uh, is the, uh, the the platform? Is it? Do I feel safe moving back? Uh, it it seems to be jammed. Whatever it was compressing to knock back up, it has not reached it. The okay. Crowbar has been sacrificed, but the trap has stopped. Oh, great. Okay. Heal me. <laughs> Lark, you deserve a raise when this is all done. I'm bleeding. <laughs> Five Healy boys. Yes, I agree. Okay. <laughs> and six undeadness done. I like uh, as Foresight lays her hand upon his ally with radiant light. All right, so uh, I say uh, in the, this this hallway is a den in the hallway. I still suspect there might be a um, uh, there's possibly a secret door somewhere, um, but because uh, who would be a maniac to build a hallway like that? That just seems like a waste of labor resources. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, I head out. Over... Make a dungeoneering check. You have that right. Uh, oops, wrong roll. People uh, are very passionate about their horses. <laughs> eight. Yeah, it seems like exactly the idea. Could I make a dungeoneering check? Sure. 25. This is a murder hall. This is meant to kill people. Oh. In a stable? It, it's a hallway that goes nowhere. 
to be fair, it almost killed you, so this makes sense. Um, I mean, it makes sense to its purpose, but in a stable, who designed this place? Well, I would, I would look, I would look to Lark, and I would say, I, I would recommend not going down that hallway. Its purpose seems to be merely to distract and kill. <sighs> All right. Per, um, it is the trap of overthinking. Yes, it is. Um, all right, so uh, I'm going to take 20 on to open this lock. So you okay. guys can do stuff. Um, you go ahead, you open the lock. I mean, you literally missed it by one. So you okay. open the lock probably a minute and a half in. Okay. Uh, and you open it up, and there is a... Uh, what looks like a small stone idol uh, within. Um, leaf, uh, you are... Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Or actually, there's a measuring thing. Why am I doing this? There's a measuring thing. You're there over is. 10 20 feet. Okay. You feel very uncomfortable all of a sudden. And uh and so does Clint. Clint's like, oh, no, I don't feel very good about all this. Hmm. Uh let me check my spells real quick. Do I have to tech magic? I don't think I do. No, I don't. So uh, I'll just kind of like note to the rest of the team, you know, uh, I'm beginning to feel very uneasy. I think something is wrong. What did you just do? What? Do about what? Uh, this place, uh, a feeling in my stomach. Uh, call it a hunch, but something feels wrong. Uh, I wasn't aware that I've done anything. Hmm. Uh, then I, I bid we proceed with more caution, uh, if only to satisfy this uh, gut feeling of mine. The sun's wisdom agrees. Uh, which, Lark, what languages do you know? What languages do I know? I know uh, light common, dark common, dwarven, elven, and undercommon. Uh, so you would notice that there is a singular uh, rune uh, of sorts. It's a complex elven figure. Uh, not unlike, uh, what is it? Katakana or Hiragana, the complicated one from Japanese. Okay. Uh, Ultimately, it translates into death of, uh, death of the people, uh, in Elven. Ah. Cool. <laughs> um. Do I have any Elves? Or, I, 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 I know an Elf. I, um, point to our <laughs> resident, um... Uh, museum curator. And not your jury? Uh, I found something for you. Uh, so you hand it to him? Yep. Alright. He will He'll take it. He will close the box and say thank you. This is unnerving but certainly unique. Hmm. Uh, and he'll say, give me just a moment. And he will go out, and he'll go put it in his cart, and he'll come back. 
Uh, you'll notice, Leaf, that with the box closed, after he gets about 10 feet away from you, you won't feel so bad. And then when he returns, the feeling does not. That's suspicious. Uh, Clint, you said uh, you were feeling the unease as well. Yes, I think whatever that was had something to do with it. When I parted ways with it, it seemed to... The feeling seemed to dampen quite a bit. Um, you've, you've shown previously that you're able to um, see magical auras. Were you able to detect anything off of that? Uh, there was. I wasn't able to identify it, but there was an aura. And I'm sure it's some sort of curse of some type. Weak, though it may be. It would seem that, based off of everyone's reactions, that it's meant to affect elves. So what you're saying is this place is cursed. Yeah, that item is, at least. Ah. Not such in the way of... Uh, a curse laid upon a land or a place, but a specific curse to hurt specific people. Fair enough. And, like, this revelation only sort of reinforces the idea that this hallway was made for the sole purpose of killing any elf fool enough to walk down it. Okay. So, uh, the guy who made this place is kind of a sociopath. Well, it is a military installation. Maybe it was a defensive purpose, you know. Slash murder house. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well. So in this moment, uh, before we, before we go away, in this moment, uh, of calm, does anybody want to say anything to anybody? Any conversations? Any, uh... Any, why the fuck didn't you come out here and get healed sooners? Uh... <laughs> well, I, I think just kind of maybe semi-in short, Riley would like to say to Lark that, you know, venturing down that hallway, what you managed to do was impressive, even though it almost cost you your life, it seems. Yes, well, uh, impressive is one word. A foolhardy might be another. Uh, I'll certainly be more cautious venturing forward. Now that I know that this place has been built and designed by a maniac, I yeah. shall try to not apply logic to my thinking <laughs> delving down the halls. It is curious, Lark. You definitely seem to be not just a man of the cloth. Fi literally, a man of the cloth. <laughs> uh, well, I've had to survive for the past two years, and it hasn't been easy. Um, I suppose an offshoot of that would be that uh, you pick up a few skills here and there. Well, moving forward, I'll try to keep a closer eye over your shoulder and make sure something like that doesn't happen again. Yeah, I'll try not to throw myself in the arms of danger like that either. Deal. <laughs> <clears throat> also, foresight. Mm. Foresight. <laughs> it takes me a bit to unmute myself. Oh, sorry. Come here. So uncertain as to yes, he like awkwardly like jumps over like the stable stalls. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so it's so like I, I'm not certain. 
felt very, very awkward. I, like, make my way over there. Great heels, fist bump. Uh, Alright, then. <laughs> you reciprocate the fist bump. He will. Good. In a very uncertain as to what the fuck even is, man. Simply mimic your own motion. It's a, it's a gesture of camaraderie. Alright. It's the company's sign of companionship. We will adopt it moving forward for all interactions. <laughs> and just for that reason, he stops. He just does that tired blank before the other one. Alrighty. Um, so yeah. That is that. I would like to thank our Patreons, Tim Demuse and Brian Rafe, for helping to support our show. If you would like to help support the show, please consider joining them at patreon.com forward slash eldritch dream. We would like to thank Cryo Chamber for allowing us to use their dark ambient music in the podcast. You can find them at cryochamber.bandcamp.com. Want to hang out with us in our Discord? Send us a message on social media or check the episode description for a link. Welcome to the Hive. I'd like to shout out some of the other podcasts and creators that are in the Hive. Give them a listen and check out the episode description for their Twitter handles. Action Forge on YouTube, making varied videos related to TTRPGs. Fillmore's Crossing, a Spaghetti Western 5th Edition podcast. The Hideous Laughter podcast, playing the Carrying Crown Adventure Path. Our very own Chris, or Critically Accursed, on YouTube, doing Let's Plays. Hex Grid Heroes, a Starfinder homebrew podcast. Rusted Chrome, one of the character artists in our group. The Roaring Trainers, a Pokemon in the 1920s 5th edition podcast. The podcast for the Untimely Dead, playing Wraith the Oblivion in the World of Darkness system. The Wheeler Woe podcast, playing a Pathfinder 2nd edition playtest in a homebrew world. And Mystery Dungeon 9000, a multi-edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast in a 22-year-old living homebrew world. Until next time, everybody, may the Elder Gods haunt your dreams. <laughs>